It's lunchtime, a great time to talk spider football. This is Behind the Web with University of Richmond head coach Russ Huseman. Live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on Ridgefield Parkway. Today's show is brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Bryant Heating and Cooling, World of Beer, Lux Chevrolet, and Virginia 529. Join in online anytime and be a part of the show with your questions and comments. Text 804-327-0888. Email behind the web at richmond.edu or on Twitter using Spider Voice at Richmond Athletics or at ESPN Richmond. Now, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black with Coach Huseman. This is Behind the Web presented by Glory Days Grill on 1061 ESPN and the Spider Sports Network. Smith to the left of Udinsky, out of the gun. Udinsky looks right, looks left. He's going to throw left. He's got Henley at the five, and he's going to tightrope the sideline and into the end zone for the Spider touchdown. 13-yard catch and run. Leroy Henley, touchdown Spiders. Hurry looks to the right, now scrambles to the left, and he is sacked from behind. It's Ray Eldridge who got him from behind for the Spider quarterback sack. You think Big Ray wasn't taking it personal that we hadn't had any sacks yet on the year? He's, he's heard the whispers. He's heard the talk and knew we had to get that first one done today. Spiders got it done on Saturday. Offensively, defensively, special teams. A near-complete performance by the Richmond Spiders Saturday in the 30-6 to victory over Lehigh in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We'll wrap up that game, and we will look ahead to the start of conference play and at home on family weekend, Saturday, 2 o'clock in the Robins, uh, Robin Stadium against Stony Brook. Welcome to Behind the Web from Glory Days Grill out here on Ridgefield Parkway in the West End, along with Matt McAllister, our football public. Public Relations Director, I'm Bob Black. Spider Head Coach Russ Usman is between us, and a little bit later, Reese Udinsky, Spider Quarterback, will join us here at the head table as well. Please feel free to interact with the program. If you're in the house, you can bring your questions up to the table during the commercial breaks. We'll be glad to ask and answer them for you. 804-327-0888 if you want to text them, and behind the web at richmond.edu if you want to email. How about from your perspective, Coach Usman? Congrats on the win, 2-1 and one now to start the season, and it did seem like all phases of the football team contributed to Saturday's win at Lehigh. Yeah, I think so. After the game, I felt that way, and then watching it on film, uh, still felt that way. And we played really well in all three phases. You know, defense stepped it up, you know, and played way better than they've been playing. Offensively, we were very consistent um, and efficient. And uh, and then on special teams, I mean, we were really solid on special teams. And uh, so, you know, really happy with our group uh, coming out of that one. Obviously, we have work to do. We've got to continue to get better. Uh, but um, I, I was pretty pleased with the effort four quarterback sacks all by defensive linemen we have talked so much about that group is that reflective of the improvement that they are making yeah i think so um you know ray got his sack on a on a stunt that you know in practice it really didn't look great and i was really irritable and and coach wood told me he said just hey settle down here we'll get it right and you know we knew if he comes to the inside half of the tackle and gets vertical he's got a chance and you know one time in practice he went way wide and another time he fell down and 
you know, I go into the defensive staff room and, and they all told me, shut up, let's let them, let's coach them up a little bit here. Um, but, you know, so, so we are, we are getting better. I could see we're playing with better pad level up front there. And uh, so, you know, it was good to see those guys make some plays. Um, we, we need negative yardage plays, obviously, uh, in the game. Uh, but, um, yeah, it, it's, it's good to see that happen. Coach, the other thing that the defense is really doing this year well is uh, creating turnovers. Two more turnovers in that second half. Almost was three back-to-back fumbles forced uh, in that one drive there. Uh, Just what do those turnovers do for that defense and build that confidence? Well, the first one was big. I mean, they were kind of getting close to the red zone on that one. And, and the first one, they called an incomplete pass. And, and then when they re- reviewed it, said it stands. So they couldn't confirm it. Uh, and then the next one we caused, they called a fumble. And they reviewed it. They said it stands. So we were due to get one of the two. It didn't make any difference. Uh, we were going to get one of those two. And uh, <clears throat> based on instant replay. You know, and then we took the pick at the end of the game. We got the pick at the end of the game. But, you know, first play of the game, we tipped the ball in, in Bryson Parker, I believe. I mean, he should intercept that pass. I mean, we can't, you know, we can't drop interceptions, especially right in, the, right in our hands there. So, uh, but, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're creating maybe, you know, I th- what are we getting to a game right now? Uh, you know, and that's pretty decent i mean hopefully we can get maybe three or four moving forward in in games but uh you know if we can create two and and not not have any turnovers offensively it's a good day's work you know uh matt had uh, marlon lewis at the midweek press conference yesterday and he got asked about the quarterback sacks and he took it to the next step um how much is that now in the thought process we want to go from quarterback sacks to strip sacks now we want to get the ball on the ground and try and add to that turnover margin uh, well, uh, you know, one step at a time. Just keep getting sacks, Marlon, please. <laughs> if we get a strip sack, we get one. But uh, <laughs> he's starting to get a little greedy after getting two sacks now. Um, let's. Let, I mean, obviously that's what you want. But uh, you know, we got to get him on the ground. We got to get negative yardage plays. Uh, we got to get off the field on third down. And you know, if we get a strip sack, that's great. Uh, but. Um, you know, if we can get, we we need to get, we need to keep getting four sacks a game. You talk about the other side of the ball, protecting the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, you lead the conference in turnover margin. I think you talked about yesterday in the press conference that Stony Brook game last year, fumbling the ball I think six times in that game, losing four of them. How important is it to not turn the ball over on offense? And there's only been two this year turnovers for for the Spiders. Yeah, abs- I, I hope I don't jinx the offense, but. Um... Yeah, only two, and uh, and you know you feel good about that. Obviously, you want zero, but two's two's a, a, a good number there. Um, you know, we've only been penalized nine times this year. I was talking to Brinks and Joe, our trainer, out there at walkthrough today, and and we were trying to figure out offensively. We've been penalized, I think, two times maybe all year. The rest have been on defensive side of the ball, uh, so we're not we're not we're not having penalties. We're not getting behind the chains, and uh, we're hanging on to the football, and we're we're generating first downs and and big long drives. So, uh, you know, that's pretty efficient right there. 
you know, you had talked about uh, the two things you wanted to see moving forward were the quarterback sacks on defense and the explosive big plays on offense. Uh, you got a couple of those Saturday. The pass, obviously, from Reese. We'll talk with him about it in a bit. Uh, downfield to Leroy Henley. And then I would also argue that the swing pass or swing lateral to Zavon Smith and the pass to Connor Devaney would also count as an explosive play since it went for yeah. a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was huge. Uh, yeah, the first one, Reese throws the post and throws a great ball, and Leroy made a nice, nice catch. But uh, Jake Harris was wide open down the sideline. I probably would have thrown to Jake. Is Reese laughing over there? <laughs> yes, um, he is. <laughs> he, he was so open, you know. With my bad arm, I might could have got it out there and scored one. He, he threw the tough throw. Uh, obviously, we made the play, which was huge. But uh, – yeah, Jake was – nobody was near him down the sideline there. And Billy Kosh actually said it. He's got Jake. All right, good play there. That's nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was good. And, and, and then, obviously, the little trick play there. I always like those. Um, you know, and that was big by Savon to get that thing off and, and, and get it to Connor there. Coach, the, the start of the game for Reese, you know, completing the first 17 passes. Is that something when it's going on, you're realizing that, man, we haven't thrown an incompletion in a while here, or is it just that the offense is moving down the field and you don't re realize it until at the end of the game? Had no idea until halftime. Um, I don't even know who interviewed me at halftime. Matt Smith. Matt. Hey, yeah. Matt, how you doing out there? Um, <laughs> he does yeah, it every week, Coach. I couldn't remember <laughs> it, uh, but um, he tells he completed his first 17 passes, and uh, I was dumbstruck at that point in time. I didn't know what to say. But, uh, yeah, I, actually, that's when I found out at halftime when he brought it up. But, uh, you know, you don't realize it's happening. Um, but, uh, you know, just because, you know, we, 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 we are pretty efficient on offense. So, you know, you never see it. But I think we probably made some really nice catches out of some of those 17 um, but obviously, Reese throws a great ball and, and gives him a chance every time. You have uh, really sung the praises of what Leroy Henley has done the start of this season and the transformation that he has made from his first year as a spider last year to this one. Yeah, Leroy looks really good. He's playing well. Uh, he looks like a completely different football player this year than he did last year. He made the commitment to, to be in the best shape of his life. He worked really hard at it. And, um, you know, I'm proud of Leroy. He, he looks really good. Coach, that, that wide receiver room in general has made a lot of plays this year and has so much talent in that room, and it's deep. You know, as a defensive guy, if you were going against our wide receivers, you know, what kind of headaches do they cause for you? Well, I mean, a lot. There, We got a bunch of good ones there, and not only the four that are, that are catching the majority of the balls, we have some guys – kind of waiting in the wings there we think are going to be really good too and uh you know but they're making all the plays that they're supposed to make and they're blocking well uh like i said I, winston october is doing an incredible job with those guys and um it, it, that group it looks so much different than last year's nothing not to take anything away from last year's group or coaching but um you know these these guys are making plays um, you know, they just they, they made Josiah Williams, you know, he, he had a really good year last year and he's gotten better this year. And so and with Leroy having the great offseason and coming back and and then the two transfers there. And uh, so, you know, feel pretty good. And then Connor, Connor Devaney, you know, he missed the St. Francis game, but 
you know, we got to find ways to get him the ball too because he's he's a very capable uh, receiver too. Well, the top three receivers in the CAA are all Richmond Spiders. Receptions per game, Josiah Williams, Leroy Henley, and Jacob Harris. And Nick DeGenero is coming on as well. And uh, Reese is spreading the ball around. He's got to get a touchdown pass to his old buddy here. Jacob Harris doesn't have a touchdown reception yet. The other really? Guy, the other guys uh, do. Josiah does. Leroy does. Hey, Reese, you hear that? Let's get one to Jake, <laughs> would you please? That's the request from the head table this week. Uh, we're going to bring Reese up here in just a couple of moments. One more thought on the non-conference portion, portion of the season, Russ, and this is something Matt and I talked about on the podcast earlier this week, and I had John Hart, our athletic director, on my afternoon show. John's here today again as well. And we talked about this as well. The three non-conference games, do you look at those and the progression that the guys made to be prepared for the start of conference play this week? I think if you look back at it, Virginia, you would have liked to won, obviously, but certainly competitive. St. Francis, solid win. Lehigh, convincing, dominating win. Is that kind of the progression on the chart, the upswing that you're looking for as conference play starts Saturday? Yeah, I think having three games under our belt makes you feel really good going into conference. And, uh, you know, we're we're fairly healthy. Um, you know, every coach would want to be more healthy, but um, we're fairly healthy coming out of those three games. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I have confidence that we know what we're doing on both sides of the ball. <clears throat> We've gotten better especially on defense and I, and I think that's the big thing is we we've made improvement defensively if you had your choice coach is that the three non-conference games get those out of the way first and, and then get into conference play because we've seen some of the other CA teams have started with with a conference game in that first game of the year Stony Brook had a bye in week two just talk about is that your preferred method is to have those non-conference games and then get into conference play I think so yeah I mean and sometimes you can't do that obviously you know, based on the BCS game and where they want to put you, you know, if they put you in the middle of the season, fourth game, um, <clears throat> like last year, I mean, obviously we played Tech after Villanova. Uh, you, you take it the way it is, but, yeah, I mean, if I had my, my druthers, I would say let's get the three non-conference games and then go into conference. Spiders 2-1 and one going into conference play Saturday, 2 o'clock at Robin Stadium against Stony Brook. Let's get our first break in here. The aforementioned Reese Udinski will go from the booth there at Glory Days Grill to the head table, and he will chat with us for the next couple of segments of Behind the Web. He joins us after this timeout on 1061 ESPN. The timeout's over. Now, more Behind the Web, live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on 1061 ESPN and the Spiders Sports Network. Third down and six from the Lehigh 18-yard line. Empty backfield as Dykes flattens out to the right. Udinski pump fake. He gets pressured. He breaks it. He throws it into the end zone, and it is wide open for Aaron Dykes at a scoring strike. 18 yards, Reese Udinski to Aaron Dykes. Touchdown, Spiders. Got to give all the credit to Udinski on that one. The uh, ever-modest Reese Udinski won't give all the credit to Reese Udinski. I am sure about that as we welcome him to the show and to the head table here behind the web from Glory Days Grill on a Thursday afternoon. We're here each and every Thursday from noon to one during the college football season. Uh, but Reese is coming off a spectacular performance in the win over Lehigh. He is leading the nation in completion percentage and completions per game and total number of completions through the first three weeks of the season. So it's been a great start. Start. Reese, thanks for spending some time with us, and welcome to the show. How are you? 
I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. So let's get that first question out of the way. Um, I'm going to assume you didn't know that it was 17 in a row either. To be honest with you, I'm looking at that stat monitor that gets updated with every play, and I still didn't realize it until you were like at 12 or 13, and then it continued to 17. But not knowing the number, I get. But were you feeling, you know, hey, the ball hasn't hit the ground at all yet here. My receivers are catching everything. What was kind of the feel as you went through those 17 completions? Right. I mean, I, I definitely didn't know uh, when I was playing the game, but uh, as the first couple drives started to go, I started to gain more confidence. I felt like, man, man this is going to be a good day. I'm starting to really feel how, the, how things are going. So uh, when I walked off the field at the end of the game, someone had mentioned it, and you know, I definitely was like, oh, that, that's pretty cool. But uh, while I was on the field, no, I, I, I did not know. Any, recollect, any recollection that you'd done something like that before at, at VMI or even go back to your high school days maybe? I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I think this is definitely the first time. I mean, I've had some, some good days, but, but I think nothing like, nothing like last week. Hey, Reese, you're leading the nation in the completion percentage. You know, how much is that is that you're comfortable with the offense and how much is your wide receivers are, are, are making a lot of plays for you? Right. I mean, obviously I, I know the offense pretty well, and that just comes from experience, which – um, when you play college football for as long as I have, you know, I, I have the experience that I, I know the offense, I know what's going on. And then obviously the receivers, even the O-line, the O-line protecting me, able to make the throws. And then I can't say enough about the receivers. They've been they've been incredible this year. So, you know, I think that just starts from the summer workouts, you know, growing that chemistry and it's now starting to pay off. What was that process like? I mean, obviously you and Jacob go back a ways, but particularly a guy like Leroy Henley, who, who Coach has mentioned several times for the improvement that he made from year one to year two. I realize you weren't here for his first season last year. And then with Josiah and, and those guys as well. Yeah, I mean, I'll never forget uh, when I first uh, arrived at Richmond, I got a phone call, and it was Leroy Henley. And he called me, and he just said that he was so excited to work. And uh, that's always stuck with me because I know what type of person Leroy is. I know he, want, he wants to get a lot of work in. And then Josiah, Jake, and uh, even Nick, Connor, all those guys, you know, they've been uh, wanting to put the work in. And it's not always easy. You know, we have busy schedules, but, you know, they, we find times, whether it's in the summer, uh, even uh, all off season, to, to grow that chemistry and get out on the field and throw routes. So uh, I really appreciate all those guys and the hard work they put in. How important is it to have that comfort level with your wide receivers? You know, when you get into that game action, it speeds up, but you, you have a comfort level, you know where that guy's going to be. Yeah, that's that's a big thing, and I think it uh, it's with that chemistry that that we kind of grew uh, throughout the season and throughout the off season. But uh, when you're on the field, you know you have to really have that trust because um, it, it gets hectic back there, and you have to know where the receivers are going to be. You have to trust that they're going to go and make plays, and you know for the through the first three weeks they've really done that, and you know that that definitely makes my life a lot easier. Russ, I know you have um, told the story several times, but how Reese Udinsky came to be a Richmond Spider and combine that with Billy Kosh becoming a Richmond Spider and Jake Harris becoming a Richmond Spider. Well, obviously, we, Billy, we hired first, but um, when Reese came available, um, you know, Reese had other options that he could have taken, chose us, which we're thankful for. But I remember... I, I may have talked to you on the phone or so. I, I remember saying, hey, Reese, you come down for an official visit. And, and Reese said, I don't need an official visit. I, I mean, I, I'm, I, don't, I don't need all this stuff. I'm coming. I'm ready to go. And I said, you sure? I mean, come on, we'll, we'll take you out to dinner and put you up. And Reese kept saying, nah, I really don't need it. I'm good to go. And sure enough, he shows up and 
spring semester and ready to roll. Uh, did you did you have to convince Jacob more, or did you have to take same him way. to dinner? No, no dinners. Huh? No, nope, same way. He didn't care. He said, "I'm coming." <laughs> you know, it was like these guys. You know, they're appreciative of everything they 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 get. They're humble. Both of them are very humble. Um, you know, just they're, they're great kids, and, and VMI did a great job. I'm sure their parents did a great job with them right off the bat. But I think the VMI experience really, you know, ma- made them tremendous young men. So why was that, Reese? Why were you, and you can speak a little bit for Jacob, I'm sure, so confident about coming to Richmond? I know Coach Kosh was here, but still, there's a whole lifestyle here in Richmond that you were going to have to get acclimated to. Why were you so confident without even kind of seeing the place? Right. I mean, I did my research uh, kind of behind the scenes, just looking at, you know, returning players, uh, coaching staff, and, um, you know, even the record from last year, and I just knew that it was going to be a good fit. And really, I knew that this was a team that that can win games and win a lot of games so really that's what i was looking for i was just looking for a team that was going to go out and and try to win every game they could so i didn't need any of the extra stuff uh i really just wanted to come and play and and be a part of a great team which you know looking back it was a great decision Mm -hmm. race coach mentioned it earlier but how important was it do you think to be here in the spring uh, you know, Coach Kosh had come in and installed a new system. You were here in the spring. You know the system. You're able to help, you know, the team implement that system. How much do you think that helped you so you were ready in the fall? Yeah, I mean, I think it definitely helped me get acclimated to my teammates and just not even just on the field, just knowing them off the field and out in the community because it grows the relationships that you're going to then need on the field. But uh, when it comes to working with those guys, I think just implementing the offense and being kind of a player coach, um, when, you know, when the coaches aren't around, I can be someone to talk to, maybe more easygoing, and just be around for those guys that uh, because everybody was new to the offense except for me. So I had that experience, and you know, I was always trying to help whenever I could. And I think that uh, it's really paid off. And, you know, especially those receivers, we put in a lot of time to, to get to work. You know, where do you get that, you know, that leadership quality from? Because we, we've talked about this off. It's not you're not the most rah-rah guy. But, you know, as a quarterback, you have to, you know, control that huddle and kind of control that offense. You know, do you feel like when you step on the field, you, you have a you know different kind of personality that allows you to do that? Yeah, I think when I'm on the field, it's maybe a little bit different, but at the end of the day, I just want to be myself, and I think that's really important as a leader. You know, you want to be genuine with, with the people around you, and, you know, if you try to be someone you're not, uh, it may be it may come off the wrong way, but at the end of the day, like I said, I just want to be who I am, and I think the guys, hopefully they appreciate that, and, um, yeah, just just try to be me. You know, obviously there were a lot of questions, Reese, about this new offense coming to Richmond with Coach Kosh, this air raid offense, and he said it over and over again. I'm not sure any of us believed him or any of us were really listening, to include your running backs who have admitted to the same thing. And, Russ, you can kind of back this up. Uh, Coach was even asked, Coach Kosh, at your breakfast before the season starts, what's the offense going to be like? And Billy's response was, well, if they give us the run, we'll take the run. If they give us the pass, we'll take the pass. And Russ, right there front of everybody said that's a really boring answer give them a little more than that right remember you you definitely said that russ um so now are we seeing that i guess is my question first two games of the year you know the running game really clicking and going third game of the year you got the pass you took that are we seeing this offense as you know it yeah i mean 
Uh, you know, it may be boring, but at the end of the day, we're going to take what is given to us. So, uh, I kind of back up Coach Kosh, and I know where he's coming from. Um, if teams are going to play the pass, then we're going to try to take the run. If they're going to play the run, we'll try to take the pass. So um, we have the good thing is we can do both. So we've been able to run the ball well. We've been able to throw the ball well, and that's the advantage that we have offensively. Reese, how important is it that for those, all those different uh, weapons that you have on offense, right? We've talked a little bit about those wide receivers, and they all provide something a little bit different from each other. But you also have the ability of, you know, the running backs out of the backfield are, are really good pass catchers. Connor Devaney is really good. So you have all those weapons. How do you decide, you know, which is the best one to go to in the game? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I like I, the fact that we're able to spread the ball around is really cool. And uh, we have a lot of great receivers, great tight ends, great running backs. And, um, you know, it's good for me because I'm never locked in on one guy. I know that all of them are going to win their matchups. And um, it definitely, like I said, it makes my life a lot easier. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just spreading the ball around has been really cool. Uh, you know, it just shows that the depth we have at each position and uh, all the great players we have. Hey, let me ask you one more about the game Saturday, maybe more than one more, but for this segment, one more, and then we'll get a break and, and come back with you for one more segment. Um, for the first time in three games, we saw the, as Coach mentioned, kind of the trick play came out of Coach Kosh's uh, bag of tricks there with the, the halfback to um, to Savant and then the pass to Connor. Um, I When we talk to guys about trick plays all the time, they're like, oh, we've been practicing it for weeks, never thought Coach would call it, never thought we'd use it. How did that kind of unfold for you guys? Uh, it, it was a play that we had ran all the way back from springtime. So uh, we wanted to find a running back that, that we felt could could throw the ball well. And Savon obviously made a great play. So he was a good fit for that play. And, um, you know, sometimes in the flow of the game, you just want to mix it up. And Coach Kosh made a great play call, and obviously it worked out. So trick plays are a little unique. Um, but, it, you know, if it works, it, it's awesome. So I'm glad it did. Were you surprised when that play came in from the sideline? <laughs> uh, a little bit, um, <laughs> but I, I, I had confidence in the play. I knew, like, all right, yeah, we can get this done for sure. So when when it was successful, I was not surprised by that. Savon made a great pass, you know, under pressure. You know, did you, <laughs> did you teach him how to do that? You know, well, they was getting that pressure, and he threw it off kind of off the back foot too. Well, he's one for one with a touchdown, <laughs> so I'm a little jealous of him. But, uh, no, he, he made a great play, and I – I ran down to try and give Connor a high five, but I saw Savon, and you know I was like, you know what, I should give more credit to him. So I ran back and gave him a hug. So I was happy for him. And it can't hurt that you have a head coach, who, as he mentioned in the first segment, kind of likes these trick plays every once in a while, don't you, Russ? Oh, I love them. I, I love them. I try to, you know, I, I, I tell the offensive guys, you know, we have something in there all the time. I want one every game. Uh, and uh, so I, I've, always, I've always been kind of a, a, a trick play kind of fan. And uh, again, we went back to my Memphis days with Tommy West. Tommy West, every time he saw a, a trick play, whether it was on TV or whatever, he compiled just a huge list of trick plays that he had seen throughout his time. <clears throat> All right. And there's some more to come. I imagine we won't let the tricks out of the bag here, but I imagine there's more to come. More of our show to come. We're right about halfway through. Reese, if you'll hang with us for one more segment, that would be great. Spider quarterback Reese Yudinski, our guest today on Behind the Web, live from Glory Days Grill. Back after the timeout, you're on the home of the Spiders, 106.1 ESPN. 
Show. Behind the Web, live from Glory Days in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center. Once again, here's Bob Black on the Spider Sports Network and 1061 ESPN. I do believe at some point we'll take a shot. Uh, going deep, this is the best field position they've had thus far. Start right around midfield. At the Spider 49-yard line, Udinski, two receivers left, one to the right, fakes the swing pass to Williams. He is going deep for Henley, who makes the catch. Udinski to Henley all the way down to the Lehigh five-yard line. We know a little something, Bob. We were just talking about it, pump and go. They ran that wide receiver screen. Henley does a good job getting uh, the defensive back on uh, on his back shoulder. Ball well placed, gets out, stretches out, pulls it in. All right, Reese, there's the big play everybody was looking for from your head coach right on down, 46 yards to Leroy Henley. What did you see there on that play? Coach obviously saw your buddy Jake Harris wide open. Uh, what did you see from Leroy that uh, had you deliver the ball to him? Yeah, we. it was actually uh, after a turnover on down, or we received a punt, and we were waiting for a TV timeout, and I told Leroy, I said, hey, I think this play is going to be here. I think the post is going to be there. The safety's coming down hard. So be ready. And sure enough, it, that's exactly what happened. I saw the safety. He came down to the screen, and Lee, uh, Leroy had all the space behind him. Uh, so I just put it out there. He actually made a great catch. And, you know, like Coach Houston said, looking back on the film, Jake Harris, he was wide open down the sideline. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't see that on the field. I just saw Leroy open. So, and uh, gave him a shot, and he made a great play. Sure did. When you have one of those big explosive plays on offense, you know, what does that do for you guys, you know, as an offense, and how much confidence does that give you? Yeah, it definitely gives us a lot of confidence. Uh, we've been a really efficient uh, taking what the defense gives us and, you know, short the intermediate passing. But to be able to stretch the field and, and throw the ball down the field and do it uh, effectively has been has been cool. I, I know we hit Leroy on a big play, and I, we hit Jake on another uh, pretty big play earlier in the game. So, uh, just being able to mix it up is, is definitely key, and we want to keep adding on to those explosive plays because we know how important they are. All right, we asked Coach about the improvement and the progress through the three non-conference games, and uh, he spoke to that, and even a little bit more so to the defense and the improvement they've made. How about from an offensive perspective, how do you think the three games went getting you ready for conference play? Yeah, they've been they've been great. I mean, um, starting off with the FBS team, Virginia, we knew it was, was going to be a tough game, and it was. Um, but to be able to bounce back and go 2-0 and the next two weeks has been, has been really key, and I think that's helped us gain confidence uh, going into conference play. And uh, you mentioned the defense, and I want to give a shout-out to them because they've been lights out the last two games, in my opinion. Um, just as an offensive guy and a quarterback, knowing that they're going to go out there and play great gives me so much confidence. So I really see them hitting stride, and you know they've been great, especially the last week against Lehigh. Reese, how, how important is it when that offensive line that you're playing behind, you know, has so much experience and, and, and they're such a strong unit, you know, how much easier does that make your job? Yeah, those guys are great. Um, whether it's running the ball or passing the ball, you know, I know they're going to do a great job. And I know they have a lot of experience as well. So, you know, they know what to do, and I trust them wholeheartedly. So uh, I know they're going to go out and do a great job. And, you know, those guys are all great, even outside of the field, just talking to them. They're a lot of fun to be around. Uh, so it makes my life a lot easier, you know, being friends with them and, and on the field. They, they do a great job protecting me. Yesterday in the press conference, Joe Moore said the biggest adjustment for them was the tempo. Yeah. You know, when they started camp in the very beginning, uh, tempo was really hard for them, and they've gotten a lot stronger. You know, what does that tempo, you know, bring to that offense, and what does it do for an opposing defense? Right. I mean, for the O-line, you know, they're, they're all big guys, so the tempo is going to be hard. 
Um, but that's what we want to use that to our advantage because we've been working that all all spring, all summer. You know, we're used to it by now. But not every team that we go against is used to that tempo. So, you know, it makes it a makes it a challenge for the defense uh, to have to get lined up fast. You know, play the game fast, and you know, we wanted to to try and wear out the defense because you know they got some big defense linemen uh, on the opposing side. So we try to use it to our advantage. Those uh, offensive linemen like to eat. They go out to dinner together a lot. I know that. Are, are they taking you along at all? I mean, you didn't get your recruiting dinner. Right. Maybe you can go with the offensive linemen. I did go out. Um, <laughs> I did go out during fall camp with them. Um, you know, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, just just being able to be friends with them outside of the uh, outside of the football field. Uh, they're all great people. Um, so yeah, I have gone out to eat with them, and I know they they enjoy that stuff. They they call themselves the Hogs, so they all try to stick together, and you know, they're a great group. Russ, are they still your favorite group, those offensive linemen? You've always uh, kind of sung their praises as your favorite position group. Yeah, I love the offensive line guys. Um, you know, they, they work so hard without any – you know, they're not scoring touchdowns. They're not making sacks. They're not, they're not getting all the splash plays, and they just grind it out every day. It's a great group. Um, so, yeah, I, obviously they're still my favorite. Uh, <coughs> wideouts are moving up yeah. pretty quick, though. <laughs> For sure. Um, Reese, one of the other things we've seen you do in a couple of games now, and uh, I'm sure you were doing it in practice. Coach had mentioned it, but I hadn't seen a whole lot of it in the practices, is your scramble ability and particularly kind of that sixth sense that you have when approaching that line of scrimmage to know exactly how far you can go before releasing the ball. I think it's happened twice now successfully. Is that innate? Is that from being experienced, practice, just what? Yeah, that's definitely just coming from experience. I mean, that's not something that we practice every day. That's just is <laughs> something that just comes naturally. So um, I tell my receivers, you know, if I'm going to take off and scramble, try your best to get open. Um, and when I do scramble, I, I have to be smart with the ball because, you know, bad things can happen as well. But, yeah, like you said, I, it, it's just something that, you know, I've tried to work on. And I think as experience, I saw on film maybe in past years, like I, I can make these plays when I scramble. So, uh, so far it's been working out. and I just need to continue to be smart with the ball and continue to make plays when I can. This question sort of came up earlier during the break, but when you guys go into that tempo and that no huddle, you know, how do you guys make sure you're all on the same page? You know, who are you looking at and how do you make sure? Is that a lot of film practice, is a lot of just practice uh, of doing that tempo to make sure, you know, all your receivers are running the things that you want them to do and the O-line knows what they're going to do? Yeah, it's, it's really just a lot of practice, and I think that comes from the way we practice. Uh, we treat it like a game, and, you know, Coach Kosh is hard on us for a reason because – when it comes to game time, it makes our life a lot easier. So, you know, although practice can be challenging and we're going to go fast and, you know, he may get upset and, and start to yell at us here and there. But when it comes to the game, it just shows how, how that pays off. So, you know, the way we practice is definitely the way we try to play. Uh, finishing up with uh, Spider quarterback Reese Udinsky, our special guest on Behind the Web this afternoon. Uh, we talk all the time about your experience at VMI on and off the field, uh, being the transfer. How about your time at Maryland? What did you kind of glean and gain from that year at an FBS program that's maybe helping you here at Richmond? Right. I think the first thing and probably the most important thing was getting my knee back stronger because uh, I tore my ACL, I think it was in late April, and uh, obviously, that takes a long time to get back to back healthy. So, you know, I give credit to the strength staff and the training guys at uh, at Maryland. You know, help me get back. And you know, outside of that, I think just learning uh, the best I can, whether it was even just on the practice field, um, because I didn't get cleared until late August. So, you know, it was challenging. But just those practice reps, you know, they have great great players, even if it is just that practice. So, being able to still play football and see the game. 
uh, instead of just completely sitting out uh, was, was really big and just staying around the game uh, and then, like I said, just, just getting my knee back to where I felt comfortable. When Bob talked to you over the summer when you came here, uh, you know, the big thing you said is you're going to be really excited to be back into, you know, playing and starting and being in that routine because you had that injury. Then you went to Maryland and you only played a little bit there. Uh, you know, now that you've into that and you're the starting quarterback and, and you're into all those reps, you know, how how appreciative are you of that because you missed that time? Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely appreciative. I know what it's like to not be in this situation. So, you know, I think that just – Every day I step on the field, I try to remind myself that, you know, I could not be here and, you know, it could be a lot worse. So although those practices uh, get tough, you know, I still try to stay positive. And then when it comes to just being being a starting quarterback, I mean, that's awesome. Like, I know how hard it is to, to have this role and I know what comes with it. Um, and I know it was taken away from me with my injury. So I'm definitely very happy, very happy to be here and very happy to have that that role. Russ, having someone like um, Reese who came from an FBS school, you have been selective but pretty darn good with the FBS transfers that you brought in. Maybe speak a little to that process. And when you have someone as successful as Reese from Maryland, how that helps with the next batch of transfers that could be coming. Well, we've been successful because I, I think we've recruited the right people. You know, sometimes you can get those guys and they come back and come down and they think you owe them something. It's always like, you know, well, how many pairs of shoes are we going to get? How many sweats are we going to get? Uh, you know, how much well, – gimme, gimme, gimme. And, and you know, when – like our equipment guy, like he, he'd give Reese – Reese said, this home's good. Reese, I'll get, we'll get you a different special – no, I'm good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, Reese, these shoes – Reese said, oh, they're fine. Don't worry about it. You know, everything was, was – fine i mean and, and and chris chris would laugh and i i'd say hey you make sure reese throws the football he wants to throw and and he said i did, I did. reese said this football's fine don't worry about it you know and it's like everything was i'm i'm here just to go play and, but sometimes you can get those the wrong guys and they're selfish and and it's gimme 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 and 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 obviously reese is is nothing like that uh, so really, I mean, we've we've been really lucky to to get some good transfers in here. So Reese, let me ask you this question because Matt Smith brought it up on the sideline on the radio broadcast. We're throwing footballs with red laces. Is that correct? That that is correct. And <laughs> you know, this is kind of a special thing about me. I don't I don't actually use the laces when I throw the football, oh. so it doesn't make much of a difference to me. But the laces are are in fact red. But yeah, I, I don't use the laces, so I really. Oh. I don't yeah it doesn't bother me at all but i assume that's by our choosing that the laces are red and i guess when you throw the ball maybe that color gets into the <laughs> eyes of our receivers i'm probably overthinking that. Uh, I, I don't you'd have to ask the receivers yeah. I, I don't really know but uh it definitely is unique but i think it's cool why don't you throw the ball with the laces uh it's it's really just how I, the, ever since i picked up a football this is really? how i how i've done it so uh, i've definitely had coaches along the way say you know you should start using the laces and you know, maybe I'm a little stubborn, but I just said, you know, this is just how I do it. So it's worked so far. So yeah. you're successful, not stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we talked all this and obviously, you know, you came here and Jake came here. Just how was that comfort level of just having someone else that, you know, is kind of been going through the same thing as you. You guys were at VMI together. and You're now here. Just that comfort level of someone to be here with you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been awesome. I mean, he's he's like my best friend here. So just having him around. Um, like he's my roommate, so I see him every day. And I know we were joking about not having touchdown. It's been a little awkward at the house. I'm, <laughs> I'm just joking. No, he's he's awesome. Uh, he's definitely someone I can always rely on. 
um, and you know whether it's on and off the field and you know we've really grown a relationship the past couple of years so having him just makes my life so much better well go get him a touchdown pass this week all right <laughs> yeah, all right see. all right reese thanks so much for being with us really enjoyed having you here go enjoy lunch thanks. we'll Thank see you, you saturday reese Shedinsky, spider quarterback our special player guest on behind the web we'll come back with one more segment with coach isman and matt McAllister. bob black with you here at glory days back after this on 1061 espn Keeping you up to date with Richmond football. This is Behind the Web, live from Glory Days Grill and the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on 1061 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Network. All right, welcome back to uh, Glory Days Grill. Certainly want to remind you, this is the best place to watch your favorite team, whether it's college or pro, Saturday and Sunday, whether you're rooting for the Spiders or one of those quote-unquote other guys. Glory Days Grill, great food, cold drinks while you catch the game. We appreciate you catching behind the web Thursday noon to 1 during the college football season. All right, got a couple things in the last 10 minutes I want to get to. Here's the first one, Russ. We haven't talked about this at all. Kicking really well. I mean, they really are. Trussler and Jake, uh, so much confidence. Are, are we Are we getting music yet? Yeah, we're getting music. I, I want to shout out to Alex Day, my video guy. He comes to all these things. Love A-Day. Give him a round of applause, man. He's hung in there with us, done a great job. Uh, I hear the music now. Now, but uh, Jake Larson, Trussler, doing a great job. Big Cat, my snapper, doing a great job. He gave me. All right, go ahead. <laughs> See you at Robin Stadium Saturday for Spider Football. <laughs> You've been listening to Behind the Web from Glory Days Grill and the Glen Eagle Shopping Center, featuring head coach Russ Huseman. Today's show has been brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Bryant Heating and Cooling, World of Beer, Lux Chevrolet, and Virginia 529. Join us throughout the college football season for Behind the Web presented by Glory Days Grill. Thanks for listening and stay in touch with Richmond Athletics on the flagship station of the Spider Sports Network, ESPN Richmond. Executive producer Mitchell Bradley. This has been a presentation of Playfly Sports in association with Richmond Sports Properties. Where sports